Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Prescott in the gun. Back. Throws it over the middle. That's intercepted. It's being returned down the right side to the 20. Jenkins to the 10. Jenkins into the end zone. Do I believe that Dak is the 12th best quarterback when it comes to um, the career accomplishments? No. But right now, he's not playing up to his capability, and he's not playing good enough for them, if he plays that way, to win on the road Monday night. It's time for Dak to do something, or he's facing the same story, same narrative, same whatever you want to call it, that Tony Romo had to live with throughout his career, that it's going to be, hey, it's a good statistical career. Hey, he's had some great moments, but ultimately they didn't do what Roger Staubach and Troy Aikman did. That's how quarterbacks are judged here. You're judged by those two guys, and if you don't reach that level, then you're just not good enough. There are times where one name can cut both ways. One name can be a compliment, and one name, the same name, uh, can be a bit of an insult when it comes to playing quarterback there with the Dallas Cowboys. And that, that name is Tony Romo, and that's a company that Dak Prescott uh, is, is uh, man, that's a name being invoked for him. Uh, the names of note here, Courtney Cronin uh, with us on Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. I'm Randy Scott, uh, Sirius XM Channel 80, your smart speaker, however you found us. We're glad you did. You know, Football Friday, we, we got, we're setting the table here for Super Wild Card Weekend. What makes it super? Glad you asked. Uh, we got football on Saturday. We got football on Sunday. And yes, we got football on Monday night. And that's where we'll find Dak Prescott taking on Tom Brady down there in Tampa Bay. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. And news from Canty and Carlin Nation just hit up the Dr. Pepper call in line 888 say ESPN, 888 729 3776. There is so much at stake for a wild card stage in that matchup. It's it's so rare to me, and it shows honestly, Courtney, the power of the Dallas Cowboys and of you know the the needle that they move nationwide. That this could be the last game of Tom Brady's career. It has that it has that possibility, and that is so not the focus of this of this matchup. The focus is on Dak Prescott. It's on the Cowboys, and it's on playing some really dicey football coming into the postseason. I almost said rolling into the postseason. But the Cowboys are doing anything but that. What no. stands out to you, Courtney, based on what we've seen from Prescott and from the offense over the last month of the regular season? Yeah, it's the fact that they stumbled into the postseason. They had really not a whole bunch at stake there in that Week 18 game. Of course, the NFC East was still up for grabs, but Philly playing a Giants team that was playing none of its starters eh. – Everything there was a lock for them to lock up the number one seed, the NFC East, what have you. They're sitting at home hanging out during Wild Card Weekend. So, you know, for this Dallas team, it's like, where do you want to start here? Because you can pick so many negative things to zero in on. The fact that they've lost eight road playoff games dating back to the 1994 season. The fact that Dak Prescott, something's going on with his decision-making, Randy, because he's not making good ones. And this is not somebody who is a turnover machine, his career 
high previously of interceptions was 13, which he set back in 2017. He now leads the league with interceptions thrown during the regular season at 15. And just some of the the pick sixes, really, ever since week 15, he's thrown three of them, which is a league high. And they're not coming on situations where the DB won a great one-on-one battle with the receiver. They're coming on really dumb decisions by Dak Prescott. So that worries me with him going into the postseason right now, knowing that your past performance is often indicative of your future success and what you're going to do potentially on Monday night against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and a team that's got a home game. Maybe they didn't deserve it in the eyes of most people because they play in the (laughs) NFC South and that division should just be relegated to Mars. But nonetheless, (laughs) the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are hosting a team that is not playing its best football right now. And whether that blame goes on Dak Prescott because he's doing too much offensively, feels the weight of that offense on his shoulders, and maybe it's getting in his head, whether it's Kellen Moore, whether it's Mike McCarthy, to back-to-back 12-5 and five seasons, and, and if you don't have a playoff win to show for it, what does that mean for everybody's future? There's more at stake for this team than any other team in the postseason right now, and all eyes are going to be zeroed in on what happens following Monday if there is a loss in this game. Let's get to Jerry Jones. You know Jerry Jones has an opinion on this, and he's not shy of, uh, of sharing his opinion, not afraid of the microphone at all. First on Dak Prescott's turnovers, here's Jerry Jones. This is on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. It's in Dak's DNA not to turn the ball over. Uh, His famous story that I often repeat is that he said more often than not when his mother saw him in the kitchen, she'd say, remember, no turnovers. (laughs) And so uh, he's grown up thinking like that. And and, uh, uh, so uh, I have all the confidence in the world that – uh, he, as a player, uh, has uh, all the right balance of, uh, of confidence or all the right balance of uh, aggressiveness uh, as it pertains to a turnover. He understands turnover better than all of us put together. Well, you're saying a lot without saying much there. <laughs> if, we're, if we're being honest, okay, then mom's real upset, right? If mom has that, has that policy about turnovers in the kitchen or otherwise, uh, mom's not happy because he has been turning the football over. And yeah, Dak Prescott is a little bit well-versed. He's a, he's a nice authority on turnovers given his last, what, seven straight games, as you say, Courtney, with a pick. Longest streak by a quarterback since mm-hmm. Romo uh, in 07-08. Here's the thing about Prescott here and really about the Cowboys as well. It's about going on the road. Um you can look at individual splits. You can look at breakdowns. You can look at different things with this Cowboys offense this season. They are a different team on grass. Yeah. They are a slower football team on grass. Zeke Elliott looks slow. The ground game stalls on grass. And the sample size, you go back to week one against this Tampa Bay defense, and I know a lot can happen in the course of a regular season, but the stat line is less than pedestrian. 14-29 to 29 for 134 yards. And a pick and no touchdowns. Yeah, he got hurt in the fourth quarter with a thumb injury, and he'd missed the five games after. Now, if you're a Prescott fan, though, and in the interest of equal time, against a Todd Bowles defense, this was in 2021. That's the only other time he's gone against a Todd Bowles defense. In 2021, also in September, video game numbers. 42 of 58, 403 passing yards, three touchdowns, and did have a pick. But the quarterback rating is 101.4. Like, it is... That it is could not be two more disparate stat lines, two more different performances from the same quarterback, conceivably uh, the same offense. But you touched on something, Courtney, and the impact that it could have on Mike McCarthy's status with this team. Again, the man who's going to make that decision 
is Jerry Jones. Here's what he had to say. No. Just, uh, I don't even want to. Uh, no. Uh, that's it. I don't need to go into all the pluses or minuses, but uh, uh, we're not seeing any. We're not uh, basing. I've got uh, a lot more to evaluate Mike McCarthy on than this playoff game. The the answer of no there, I did a bad job teeing that up. The answer of no is, will this playoff game impact Mike McCarthy's job security? And that was a resounding no. Okay, but he does also, Jerry Jones, Courtney, say, I got a lot more to evaluate him on. Yeah, I mean, and he he does, but I I just don't know if we can take Jerry Jones at anything more than face value because what else is he going to say before the playoff game? Like, if they go to Tampa Bay, they lose, and they get blown out, and it just looks terrible. If it looks worse than it did last year against the San Francisco 49ers when they were at home, I don't know if Jerry's going to have that same sort of mindset. And some people think right now that he, you know, boxed himself into a corner here, that if they do lose, you don't really have the flexibility now to take everything back that you said about Mike McCarthy. I do think, though, what he said in that interview as well is that, you know, last coach that had these sorts of, you know, these same sort of, you know, taking the playoff, taking the Cowboys to the playoffs in back-to-back years, that was Chan Gailey in 1998 and 1999. Jerry Jones said he regretted firing Chan Gailey after doing that because they ended up losing uh, in the wild card round uh, and finishing with an 18-14 and 14 record over those two years. So success, but not success in the postseason. And... I think that Jerry having a little bit of hindsight there to look back on what happened and say, hey, I don't want to make that same mistake again, that's great. But all of that said, if you're 12-5 and five in back-to-back years and can't win a playoff game, you have questions about the head coach, you have questions about the offensive coordinator, you have questions about the quarterback, and all of that's natural. And I just don't think that everything can remain status quo here. Because let's not forget what Jerry said before the start of the season, that he's getting up there in age. A Super Bowl would be a nice gift for him before he you know, leaves this earth. That's exactly what he wants, and that's exactly what he is paying people to get for him as the owner of this Dallas Cowboys franchise. So if it doesn't come now with as talented as this team is, with the window that you have for this defense to continue to be as good as it is, because let's face it, Dan Quinn is a hot head coaching candidate. Is he going to end up somewhere else next year where you're starting over on that side of the ball and not able to capitalize on the group that you have this year? All of those things hang in the balance, and you really hope that if you're Dak Prescott, the ghost that you're seeing, or whatever it is offensively, those things don't pop up at the worst possible moment because those 11, inter- 11 of his 15 interceptions came against zone coverage. The Bucks play zone coverage a lot. It's 64% mm-hmm. of the time. So not exactly the best thing from a matchup perspective to lead you to believe, oh, he's going to right the ship this week. Everything will be fine. That was a fluke what happened against Washington. Makes you believe a lot more of the same is going to come. And if you're a Dallas Cowboys fan, I think you're pretty nervous about this one. It's Courtney Cronin and, and Randy Scott in for the guys on Canty and Carlin on, on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. If you If you are looking for a silver lining here, from the Cowboys' perspective, it's not going to take a lot of points to beat these Buccaneers. I mean, Tampa averaging less, you know, fewer than 19 points a game this season. It's the second worst by any playoff team in the last 15 seasons. And where Dallas has been gashed a little bit on the defensive side is against a strong rushing attack. And the Buccaneers don't have that. I mean, it, fewer than 77 rush yards a game this season. It's the fewest in the National Football League, second fewest in NFL history by a playoff team. So the bar, like if you're just literally looking at this as we have to outscore the other team here, 
maybe first to 20 wins this thing. I don't know. I But you're right. To your point earlier in the show, Dallas is not playing its best football. Far from it. Play some of its worst football uh, at the worst possible time. The phone number is 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And we're just, sometimes you put a little chum in the waters, you know? You chum the waters, you talk cowboys and maybe say some I was on the phones negative things. Yeah, I was on the phones light up. So let's get to... Um, <laughs> Let's get just because I'm from Virginia. Let's get to Buzz. Buzz is in Virginia. Uh, who wants to weigh in on the on the Prescott Romo comparison? Buzz, you're on ESPN Radio. Yes, sir. I just I just want to start by just reminding you after you just give uh, Dak Prescott a bouquet of flowers for that big game against Todd Bowles' defense that they did lose that game. Am I not correct? <laughs> they yes, they did. Sure did. <laughs> okay, I just want I just wanted to clear the air with that. Now, I felt a little bit taken back when you started drawing this comparison, saying what an insult it is to Dak to be compared to Romo, and I think it's the other way around because I'm a big Romo guy and I've never liked Dak, and I'm old enough to remember Staubach, Aikman. I I've been watching the Cowboys and cheering for them for forty years, so. Here's the way I see it. Dak Prescott is excellent when he's got an offensive line that's clicking and he's working off a play action and his running game's going off. He, he's, he just looks great. But all of a sudden they play a team, shuts down the run. You know, play action doesn't work and you've got to rely on Dak's arm. He just can't beat anybody like that. And I know he's put up some ungodly numbers in some games, but he's just not beating anybody of any substance. And this is the difference between Dak and Tony Romo. Romo, undrafted, comes into the league. Nobody expects much, eh? but the guy was a gamer. He put the team on his back, yep. and he did nothing but get better, get better, get better, get better. And then he got hurt. He had that neck injury, and he was out. Dak was a rookie. Dak comes in, and Dallas gets Dallas gets on a streak, and they're winning. they got mm-hmm. the best offensive line in the league. they got a running game. Zeke Elliott's a rookie. They're running all over everybody. The offensive line, Doc, working out. Prescott looks great. Everything is going terrific. Tony Romo gets better. He's on the bench. He's on the bench. They clear him to play. Oh, I don't know if Tony should play. Maybe he should retire because it's a neck injury. Tony mm-hmm. wanted to play. And they go to the playoffs, and I'm telling you, and I don't know if my memory has not served me correctly, but I believe they're playing Minnesota. I believe Brett Favre's the quarterback. And they lose that playoff game, and they should have won that game. Yeah. But Minnesota shut down the run. Yeah. Okay? And Tampa Dak do it. And Dak had to throw the ball. He couldn't beat him. And Romo was sitting. Right. Okay. No, listen. You know, the game log of Dallas playoff victories and shortcomings in the past is 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 uh maybe a topic for another show but but i here here's my thing he he brought up buzz did an interesting point about that 40 year period and it's relevant in this way dallas is 1 and 4 as road favorites in postseason play their only win came more than 40 years ago it was in 1978 they beat the LA rams back then and then there's another one about there i saw steve burline's name in this stat packet Courtney. i, I don't know if you've seen the same thing but it's basically that that Troy Aikman and Steve Berline are the only Dallas quarterbacks with road playoffs wins in the last 40 years. Do I have that right? Yeah, that I mean, Romo didn't Tony, do it? Tony did it. He has two playoff wins to his name. One that happened. No, and those were they're not. They're both at home. They're both at home. Yeah. They're both in the wild card round. So, so I mean, they're, they're, 
Dak doesn't have a playoff win to his name. So, I mean, if we think that comparing Tony Romo to Dak Prescott is an insult, I guess that's really the one place that you can look. But <laughs> the seven games with an interception, the streak right now that Dak Prescott is unfortunately mm-hmm. uh, in that in that company, you know, that's the longest streak by a quarterback since – Tony Romo. So, I mean, mm. there's a lot of comparisons there, and I get it. For a Cowboys fan that, you know, I feel like there's very there's two different schools of thought here. People who understand the comparison and, and don't like Dak Prescott, and others who say, keep him as far away from the Tony Romo, like, keep him, keep Tony Romo's name out of that conversation out with Dak mouth. Prescott. Yeah. And, and I get it, but, you know, I just think that everything here lines up to the main point. They don't win a lot of playoff games. They haven't won a road playoff game since 1994. Can they buck the trend this weekend playing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? And it's, you know, to the point of Tom Brady, maybe this being his last game, he's had a lot of success against this Dallas team. Another reason, mm-hmm. if you're a if you're a Dallas fan right now, that I think you have a little bit of concern because, yes, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are not a great football team this year. Offensively, they do things that make you scratch your head and wonder why they're trying to smash a square peg into a round hole because it's just not what you need to do with Tom Brady at this point of his career where it should be a play-action offense, and it's not. But he is still 7-0 and against the Cowboys in his career, and Tom Brady in the postseason, as we've found out many, many times, Randy, is a different quarterback. Now, will mm-hmm. that change this Sunday, when, or excuse me, this Monday when these two teams play? I don't know. I just know that Dallas, of any team that's going into Super Wild Card Weekend, has more pressure on them than anyone else. And I am really curious to see if Jerry Jones is so steadfast with his comments that he made the other day on 105.3 The Fan that there won't be any changes to the coaching staff, particularly with Mike McCarthy. And I'm curious what he's going to say about Dak Prescott following this game on Monday should it not go in Dallas's favor. It's Courtney Cronin, Randy Scott, and for the guys, Canteen Carlin, ESPN Radio, and the ESPN app. Uh, 888-SAY-ESPN is the phone number, 888-729-3776. Christian was our first caller. Christian, if you can do it quickly, uh, you're up on ESPN Radio. All right. Then we got our answer. We got our answer. That's fine. We can't do it quickly. It's fine. Distracted? That's totally fine. But we got Christian. We got Mike. We got Aaron, Anthony, Dana, Jeremy. What is it with the DMV calling in? Uh, on cowboy questions, Anthony's in Maryland, Dana's in Virginia, Buzz was just in Virginia. It's the NFC East poll, right? Everybody here is a fan of some team in the yeah. NFC East, I assume. Yeah, probably the Cowboys. They're that, or they want to dunk on the Cowboys because they're a Giants fan. Dunk on the Cowboys. There's also the the vermin corollary, and I, I, I want to be kind here for a second. But like, if you have a roach problem in your house, it's not just in one area; it's all over the house. So if the country is your house. Cowboy fans are everywhere, but oh, yeah. it, it just say, and you can say that about Raider fans. I'm a Raider fan. We're the same way. Like it's a national brand. It's a national thing. And so you put out the call, and they're going to be there. So we here's what we have. All right, I'm going to be fully transparent to everybody on the phones here. We have Jimmy Smith, Jaguars legend, slated next. He's calling in. He's going to talk about the return to playoff football there in Duval. 
So we're going to talk to him. If you want to hang on, we will come back to these Cowboy questions because we got to get into the future of Mike McCarthy, got to get into the future of Dak Prescott as well. And there are questions, I mean, what do you do with Tony Pollard if this is the end of the Cowboy season? There's plenty of meat on that bone. So hang tight. Canton Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path? With flexibility and great pay and benefits, go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. Bundle today at Progressive.com. More of your calls coming up. First, we have a Jaguars great set to join us as playoff football has returned to that area of Florida. Courtney Cronin, Randy Scott in for the guys. Canteen Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Let's go, baby. We are ready for NFL playoffs this weekend. Super Wild Card Weekend. Who will be one and done, and who will begin a magical run? We're in the win or we go home. What do you want to do? Coverage begins every morning at 6 Eastern with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. And it continues all day right here on ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive ebay motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers roof racks exhaust kits led headlights and more whether you're into speed power or style ebay motors has you covered with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you'll always find exactly what you're looking for and with ebay guaranteed fit your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Chargers Jags, another game that we have seen. It was all the way back in September. Christian Kirk for the Jacksonville touchdown. Jacksonville is a team now where I think they started to get some confidence and believe in themselves. We always have that teams you don't want to face in the playoffs conversation. I would put the Jacks on that list. As we look at Herbert, this gives him a chance now on the biggest stage in this sport. They're a hard team to nail down to figure out if they're a legitimate threat to go to the Super Bowl or if they're just going to be one of those teams that gets to the postseason and that's it. Randy Scott here in Bristol, Connecticut. Courtney Cronin who covers the Bears at an all-pro level for us here at ESPN. She's in Chicago, so she wins. She like you know today it was rainy. It was fifty-five degrees here. I'd rather it's yeah, not you're that in Chicago. Much better here, sir. Walk around, get some good food. I don't know. I so I mean, gosh, we have the pizza discussion. We'll get there. We'll get there. But now let's not waste time of this man joining us on the Dr Pepper call in line. It is Jimmy Smith, Jaguars great, five times a Pro Bowl wide receiver. And I had to go back through and looking at his career, I was reminded 
you got a Super Bowl with the Cowboys. I forgot you were drafted by the Cowboys, uh, Jimmy. So I know you've got you've got some playoff rooting interests throughout this Super Wild Card weekend. But we have to talk to you about the playoffs coming back to Duval. Uh, just the, the the mood that you have seeing this franchise take this step this year after such a low point, after all the disarray last year with Urban Meyer and every you know he who shall not be named, and now you guys are back on this stage. Yeah, well, thanks for having me on. Uh, correction, not just one Super Bowl ring, two Super Bowl rings. Two 90, <laughs> 92 and 93 Super Bowl world champion Cowboys. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Two <laughs> Super Bowl rings. Exactly. Hey, Courtney. Hey, hey Courtney. Jimmy. How are you? Girl. Good. You've done well in your career. You know, it all started covering Trey at Madison Central many moons ago, and I've right. always I'd always kind of kept tabs on the Smith family ever since I left Mississippi, but it's great to hear from you and great to have you here on ESPN Radio. Well, thank you. Great to be here. So as you look at it, Jimmy, with both your Super Bowl rings in tow, and you watch this playoff weekend, and you see playoff football, you just see the fans in North Florida, you see Jags Nation, you see Duval, all of it come together this way under this quarterback uh, after the disarray of last year, just how does how does that strike you? Given how low some of the lows were just a, a season ago. Well, when you have lows like that, and I'm talking, they were really low, the lowest mm-hmm. uh, that some of us have ever seen. Well, you know, it had to be, uh, you know, on, on, you know, you know, you know, you know, we had some good coming. It had to be a ray of light eventually for this franchise. Being that we were, you know, picking number one in the draft two years in a row, and uh, which you know, bless Shah Khan, the owner Shah Khan's heart, uh, he managed to get the right guy, and none of this would have happened if we don't give credit to the real person, and that's Doug Peterson. Yeah, the turnaround job that Doug Peterson has done this season after a year off of coaching to kind of figure out which direction he wanted to go in, the success you see in Trevor Lawrence can very well be tied to Doug Peterson and what he's done this season. How important do you think that marriage has been between quarterback and head coach in getting Jacksonville to this point where they're a playoff team again, Jimmy? It's very important, especially with, you know, what Trevor – and the rest of the guys had to go through uh, a year ago, and, and especially Trevor coming in as a generational talent. Everybody's expecting him to be what you know what he really is, and he was unable to show that. So that was very tough for the guy, and it's a blessing in disguise for Doug Peterson to come in and for them to have the relationship that they have, and you're seeing the results on the field. We're talking with Jimmy Smith, five times a Pro Bowl receiver there. Jaguars great, two times a Super Bowl champion with the Dallas Cowboys as well. And keeping our focus on on, on Jacksonville here for a moment, and you look at uh, Trevor's performance in what what essentially was a playoff game in Week 18. You know, this is going to be his first technical yeah. uh, playoff game, but that was a win in your in situation. And if I'm being honest, I don't know that I come away with that thinking that he was the reason the team won wasn't the reason that the team would have lost, but that ball to Zay Jones. I mean, I'm, I'm happy that Jacksonville won because that throw that overthrow in the end zone doesn't haunt Trevor moving forward. I'm wondering if you're in his ear, if you're in any of these meeting rooms, what are you telling him about the, the, the the ramp up in intensity that he's going to feel getting into the postseason now? You know, it remind when you say that it reminds me of my old offensive coordinator Kevin Gilbride in my early years playing with Jacksonville. 
in training camp, he came in and said, look, guys, you know, I know you guys are trying to make the team, but, but you guys that are on the bubble, the way this thing works is preseason, well, it's like a volume knob. You turn it up a little bit. Regular season, you turn it up a little bit more. Playoffs, you turn it up some more. In Super Bowl, you want to break the knob off. So with Trevor and this team, it's an overall team effort. I think Doug Peterson is doing a great job by not putting all the pressure on Trevor, and you saw that last week. You know, it, it wasn't uh, one of his best games against the Titans. But that, you know, the defense answered. Special, all three phases of, of the game, defensively and special teams-wise, you know, you got to give them credit uh, uh, for, for, for their game. And all we want Trevor to do is not lose the game. And he won't. I think this season you've seen his, his progression. Uh, early in the season when he wasn't getting the ball out as fast as he is now. I think – and you have to go through that – as an NFL player, mm-hmm. you know, you have to, you know, you, you're going to fail way more times than you succeeded. And uh, I'm just happy for the guys that they've gotten to, to this point to where they're in the tournament and anything can happen. Anything can happen. And uh, the good thing is that we're playing the Chargers early in the season. Uh, we already beat the Chargers 38 to 10. Uh, we just got news that Mike Williams didn't, didn't even travel with the team. So uh, we got a, a lot of good things happening, but this is a playoff atmosphere. Justin Herbert is, is going to be his first playoff game. Trevor Lawrence's first playoff game. Uh, fortunately, it's going to be here in North Florida in Duval County. Jimmy, as a former wide receiver, I wanted to get your opinion on just the way that that group has been constructed for Jacksonville this year. They completely overhauled it from a year ago. They signed Christian Kirk to the big deal. That caught a little bit of flack because of the numbers, but he's delivered this year. Marvin Jones has delivered this year. Zay Jones has delivered this year. And Evan Ingram seems to have, you know, recaptured some of the glory that he had in his early years with New York, now down with the Jacksonville Jaguars. What do you make of Trevor Lawrence's pass catching options and just how many he has at his disposal. He's got some guys, and you know they're all around the same age, and they're growing together. You can see these guys growing together, and people, you know, we got Calvin Ridley coming in next year, and it's going to be even a, a better group than what you're seeing now. And uh, it's just good to see these guys grow up and become men and mature right before your eyes, and you can't help but to pull for this team. It's an exciting team, not just because I, I'm franchise leading receiver or I play for this team, but it's an exciting team to watch and it's a team that you want to pull for. Talking with Jimmy Smith, Jaguars great, five times a Pro Bowl receiver there. And I, I think back to the run that you guys made in, in 1997 where you took down Denver. I mean, Denver in 97 to win right. at mile high. Uh, and I'm not saying that, that this Chargers team Great is that. Comparison. Well, and I and I, and I don't want to get past this weekend. You got to win the. You, you got to yeah. kill kill the wolf closest to the sled here. But if you do get past, if Jacksonville does get past the Chargers, and then you got to go take down the Chiefs. That to me is is mm-hmm. is a modern Denver in my estimation. And I know you want to yeah. you know not make the moment bigger than it is, and you just want to focus on the on the bear that's closest to the door here. But there yeah. is a potential for this offense to truly do something special against the Chargers because their defense has been fairly generous and then move it forward. If you were to address the team, if you were to address Doug, if you just had the ear of of some of these younger contributors, what would you tell them, given the hindsight of your career now, about 
the opportunity in front of them and the and the and the idea that right. hey yeah just because you make the playoffs in your second year there's no guarantee that you're ever going to get back to this stage. To answer your question, what I would if I had the ear, mm-hmm. you know, just reflecting back on going through what we went through in '96, and no one gave us a chance. Uh, similar to this season, no one gave us a chance. We barely got into the playoffs, and we went up to Orchard Park and beat the Buffalo Bills, and it was Jim Kelly's last game. Then no one gave us a chance the following week in the divisional against John Elway. They were the best. They were the team that was going to the Super Bowl. No one gave us a chance. And what I would say is, guys, you got to believe. you got to believe. If you don't believe, nothing's going to happen. You have to believe. And I think with them being on this five-game winning streak, six-game winning streak, winning streak, whatever it is, mm-hmm. they, they're believing. And it's a young team, and they have nothing to lose. Yeah. I mean, listen, they're, they're winning football games in different ways. There's the defense against Tennessee. It's been the offense in this run. And if you want to build confidence, you go back to earlier in the regular season when you beat this, this, this Chargers team in their building. And that was thanks to the offense in that game. Jimmy, we appreciate it. Could do this all day. Two times, get that right. Yes. Two times a Super Bowl champion there with the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, and now, obviously, a rooting interest in what goes on there in Duval uh, with the Jaguars. Appreciate the time, sir. Thank thanks, you. Jimmy. Take care. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks, Courtney. I love how Courtney was like, I'm going to ask him about his son. I'm going to ask how his son's doing. And he took that. That's the family right there. I mean, these are these these are like some of my earliest days as a journalist covering recruiting in high school sports down in Mississippi in the Jackson metro area. And his son, um, I think most of his kids went to Madison Central High School. And, and Trey was a recruit there. He goes on to Louisville. He finishes his career in impressive fashion at Wyoming. I mean, mm-hmm. it's fun for me all these years removed getting to still have those ties back to my Mississippi days. Yeah, yeah. It was just cool how he took it off. He took it off your plate. He, he, he did it right away. He was like, excuse me. Radio man, uh, we're going to talk to Courtney here. <laughs> it's been cool to see that, and that was that was a cool uh, a cool interview with a guy who I, I, he gets lost. The fact that he hasn't made it even to the semifinals of the Hall of Fame voting and you know six years of eligibility is a major oversight. He was a major problem um, in his him and days. Keenan McCardle. That was uh-huh. like the duo to watch back was, in the nineties as I was getting into the NFL. That was so fun. All right, so that's the kind of wide receiver help. How's this for a segue as we do a segue like a mall cop that the Chicago Bears could use? We're going to dive in <laughs> to the Bears and their opportunities here as we have someone who is so well-versed in Courtney Cronin uh, with all the opportunities in front of that franchise here moving forward. Courtney Cronin, Brady Scott, and for the guys, it's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Lift every voice. Steph Curry, Golden State Warriors. The way that he used his voice in this platform, no matter if it was in the eyes of ridicule or imprisonment or whatever the case was, he he didn't back down from that. And so for us, it's inspiration to use our voice and our platform to speak for those that can't speak for themselves um, and to continue the fight that he, he left in our hands. Black history always. Celebrating Dr. Martin Luther King weekend on ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. And Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. If you're watching on uh, on the ESPN app, I mean, I'm seeing I'm seeing a beautiful New York situation the there. Like, yeah. You've just, been there. I've never been. You've never been to the seaport? No, I've never been. So you're like isolated in Bristol, I take it? A bit of a house cat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, on a no-fly list, clearly. Uh, but no, I, there have been a couple of, I'm not trying to brag, there have been a couple of times I've been like, hey, can you fill in on, you know, KJ, you know, all these all these different, you know, like whatever <laughs> show it is down there. Um, it, it hasn't just been Keyshawn J. Will and Max. It's been like some, some other thing. And it's... It, it, it's amazing. It's amazing. Sometimes, it's like, well, no, I like I, I have a I have a show that is on at the same time, and I, I can't not do that show and do that one, and and so I've had a, a chance. It just looks. It's a cool kids club. It looks like so much fun. It's beautiful down there. Seaport District is awesome. Oh, you've been? Oh, that's many cool. times. Yeah. Well, there's a your favorite New York pizza place isn't that far it's from really not there. that far from it at all. Sabaros. Uh, you can you can follow her. Give her pizza Rex at Courtney R Cronin. <laughs> Uh, on on Twitter, I'm at Randy Scott ESPN. At ESPN Radio is the uh, Twitter handle for ESPN Radio, and ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Eight 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 say ESPN is a phone number. Eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. Let's talk about the Bears. Kevin Warren, the new president and CEO, and right off the bat, you have the number one overall pick for the first time in eons. Should Chicago Courtney keep that number one pick or trade it for more assets? There's a lot here where you just mentioned the two most pivotal things that we find out within the last five days. And on top of that, they've got, you know, $110 million in cap space. They are potentially moving to Arlington Heights in the not too distant future, moving out of Chicago. This is the most pivotal offseason for the Chicago Bears, maybe ever. And when it pertains to that number one pick and the conversation that's going to take place the next three months leading into the draft, I think Ryan Poles played this. The exact way that he needed to on Tuesday when he was asked about what it means for Justin Fields, that Fields will be the starting quarterback next year. So what does that mean for the number one pick? Usually you've got you're sitting in a spot there where you can draft a quarterback if you want to. Pulse said he would have to be blown away by someone in the draft to do that. What I think he gave himself the flexibility to do, though, Randy, is that if someone comes in with two first-round picks, a third, a player, what have you for Justin Fields, that would be the offer you can't refuse. So I do think that the Bears will end up trading back from number one and keeping Justin Fields as their quarterback. But if a team comes in, maybe it's a Washington, and says, hey, here's the farm, give us your quarterback – they might be drafting a quarterback number one overall if that scenario plays out. Yeah, the joke here is that's why Sean McVay's coming back is to trade all future draft capital that the Rams have to go ahead and trade up for one of these quarterbacks. We shall see. Uh, one player has put out a statement on Lamar Jackson and someone in the Ravens locker room. You have to hear this. Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. 
That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can watch and listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.